0: Welcome to the Spiritual Gifts Podcast. I'm Sam Jackson, Gateway Redlands Campus Pastor, joined by Andrew Main. Ormo uh, Campus Pastor. Uh, just keeping you on your toes yeah. You know what your job is. I had to think about it for a second. There, You're Sam. also the lead campus pastor. It's a delight to work with you and for you, brother. Thank,
1: thank you, Sam. It's, uh, awesome. it's very
0: mutual. <laughs> we are talking today about uh, a very special gift in the, uh, in the body of Christ. Um, God is a God who speaks and he gives insight and encouragement, sometimes rebuke, sometimes challenge, through what's been known as a word of knowledge. Yep. Can you tell us a bit, give us a bit of the biblical background of this word of knowledge sure. of which we're speaking about?
1: Sure. Where it's list, listed as a spiritual gift, 1 Corinthians 12, just as for one is given through the spirit, the utterance of wisdom, and to another, the utterance of knowledge, according to the same spirit. And it's this whole idea of being able to bring supernatural insight, revelation, truth, um, or, you know, just a, a picture that... Um, you know, without God's perspective wouldn't be seen. Um, Let me just take you to a story that I love around this, that I see in the life of Jesus. Probably one of the most confronting, challenging, and life-shaping passages for me personally is John chapter 4, Jesus Mm. meeting the Samaritan woman at the well. Um, There's something about that that constantly challenges me about Jesus being full of truth and grace, and I see it really confronted in this passage. But he sits with this lady and he starts to tell her about her life. And he has supernatural insight in ways that he couldn't in an earthly sense have. Um, he talks about her relationships and her husband and mm. a whole bunch of stuff. And what Jesus speaks to is actually quite confronting. Mm. Like I think, you know, when God gifts us with this, it's, it's often to bring encouragement. But in this, sense, it's quite a confronting thing. But she runs back to town and this is where i just go what is it jesus about your ability to bring truth and grace together that mm. you confront her but she goes back and says come meet this guy who told me everything there was to know about me mm. there's something in that picture i think that helps us unlock this whole idea of the word of knowledge mm. where someone has an encounter with god and and it just it's almost like god says i know you i, mm. I just know you mm. And um, when I've seen this gift activated, it's when something's been spoken into someone and they go, no one else could have known yeah. that. No one else could have seen what was going on in my mind or in my heart or my circumstances. But when that word of knowledge was brought, it just said to me, God knows me. And it helped change a trajectory or an attitude or a thought. And so I think that's where the spiritual gift of knowledge comes mm-hmm. from. It's this, this sense that God speaks truth into a moment and, and a supernatural insight into someone's story.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we, we know that the spiritual gifts are for the building up of the church. And I reckon this one is so obvious that if a word of knowledge ever comes for the destruction of someone, yeah. that, that's not God's heart, right? It's for the no. building up of people. And we're joined by Lauren Lucas, familiar to the podcast. Lauren, it's good to have you back.
2: Yeah, it's great to be here. You're
0: my first co-host. It's Yay. good to have you sitting in the chair again. <laughs> uh, you have this gift. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I do. So what, what I would love to hear from you is when did you first start to sense that uh, that you had this gift and, and what did it look like? I imagine it was pretty nervous moments when you first started to, for want of a better word, road test
2: yeah, this it, gift. Tell us about it. It definitely was. I remember it probably all started back when I was uh, about 17 and I was, uh, had graduated high school and found myself in a young adult life group. And we had – life group leaders who were um, older than us, just facilitating that space. And one of the things they did was just give uh, space around the time when we would pray together just to hear from God. And uh, in those moments, I just started to realize that I would have these pictures that would come into my mind. And um, at first I thought they were very random and often I didn't speak up and say anything. But as I grew in confidence and probably saw others exercise a similar gift, I started to be able to speak out those pictures. And as I would do that, also then feel like there would be words of um, knowledge that would come with that that would explain that picture and speak to people's situation. Obviously, when I first started, I just thought I was putting out some random stuff and it can feel quite – like, where does this come from? But then as you hear people, and I think the confirmation comes that this is not from me, this is from God, but when people then reflect back to you, oh, you wouldn't believe, but that is a theme that I feel like God has been speaking to me about or that picture of a rose is actually something that God spoke to me about five years ago and that really resonated, that I started to realise, oh, hang on, this is not just... Anything I'm conjuring up, this is mm. the spirit of God at work within me, bringing things into my mind that I couldn't have otherwise known.
0: I imagine it's pretty satisfying.
2: So it's it's <laughs> it's probably nerve wracking because yeah, sure. you you often are trying to work out is this just my own thoughts mm. or is this God speaking to me? And so that I have gone a, on a journey of mm. developing confidence in that, and I would mm. say in the last couple of years is probably where I've really stepped into that. I actually acknowledging that this is a gift that God has given me and feeling like I have learnt. And as I've exercised this gift more, I find it's developed and I've been able to grow in my confidence of sharing that.
0: It's beautiful. I, I, when, I, when I said it must be satisfying, I was just picturing you in a moment um, with somebody who possibly has stuff going on that they've not shared with anybody. And you very graciously, because God is gracious mm. and God is God is uh, tender and He's compassionate and all those sorts of things. So how you deliver it would be the same, and you just see illumination on them face. Mm. You see understanding. You see. Uh, revelation Yeah, they must be some pretty beautiful moments
2: they are beautiful moments and I think that's the first thing of speaking it out you're quite nervous but as you um, and often you do see it on their faces as you're saying it. you just see this resonance mm. that comes with them or after the, afterwards they articulate that this is something that they feel is really for them you, I am often just go oh god you're so amazing awesome. I am yeah, humbled to be used by you
0: Manny question without notice yep have you ever been on the receiving end of someone else's word of knowledge for you?
1: Uh, I was just thinking about that actually while Lauren was talking. And the, I had a word
0: of knowledge to ask the question. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, the answer is yes. I'm, I'm trying to remember the circumstances to articulate, but yeah, I, I can certainly say I've had moments where in prayer or when someone just sharing a word of encouragement, you just recognize that there's, there's just this sense that this person is praying words or sharing an encouragement or a story that actually speaks to my need at this moment or speaks to the, the, you know, the doubt in my heart or speaks to the pain in my heart. And um, yeah, look, I would say I've had some moments across my life and across my ministry where that word of knowledge actually became the fuel for the next season. Mm. And um, it, and, and it simply comes down to that sense of, God knows, God mm-hmm. sees, God understands, and God mm. chose to encourage me in this moment. That's great. So, yes.
0: I can remember one for me um, where I was, I was doing some ministry on the stage for the first time. I wasn't a pastor. I was just a volunteer and that sort of thing. But uh, this person i never met before. I, don't, I think it was their first time in our church. He came up to me and he said a few things. But the thing that I remember is he said, don't forget where you came from. I just feel that's a word from God for you. And what was happening to me at the time is I was becoming enculturated very, very rapidly into church culture. And I, I hadn't grown up in the church. I was 19 when I came to faith. And I think since that moment, it's really served served me well to always evaluate through the lens of the outsider, what we do yeah. as insiders mm-hmm. from that word of knowledge at that moment. Yeah, um, yeah. I never saw the guy again. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him. I can't remember his name. But he just came up very encouragingly and quite nervously and and gave that word. And it was a great moment.
2: And and sometimes I've found as well in sharing that with people, um, it it doesn't resonate always straight away. But I've also had people come back to me and said, you know that word of knowledge you gave me a couple of years ago? It didn't make sense at the time, but now I... can see what God has done and woven through that. And so God sits above our space and time. And I think God um, delivers us messages um, when we need them. Uh, But even sometimes we need to just have it be a seed that is there that he will then keep watering and we'll see it grow and uh, come to fruition later.
0: I'd love for you to talk a little bit about how you process when you receive something, because I imagine this gift is quite open to abuse. Mm. Like I don't know how many words of knowledge you've given to Tim about the way he leaves the bathroom after <laughs> after he's been in there or whatever. And but a picture of a clean bathroom. And that's a right. Dinner. Exactly. Yeah. And the, um, a, a mode lawn and all the <laughs> yeah. other stuff. And God is speaking. But um, I've 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 been on the receiving end as much as encouraging as that one was. I've been on the, <laughs> been on the receiving end of some not so encouraging things that yeah. always started with God has said. Um, And so you you want to be really careful when you say that. Um, Thus says the Lord. Yeah. How do you? What's What's your sort of filter for processing what you think God might be saying through you?
2: Yeah, I go through a couple of different things just in my mind quickly. Um, And the first thing is that does it align with God's word? So if it aligns with God's word, that's a tick of approval. If it's something that goes against that, I kind of chuck it out and don't think any more of it. Uh, And then I think, is it encouraging and going to lift this person up? And this one is an interesting one because sometimes um, God would have a word that does reveal something that that might at first seem like it's um, convicting in a sense, but the reality is that God's heart is not to condemn. His uh, heart is to bring restoration and bring love. And so I always try and filter it through. Is this an encouraging word? And if it does feel harsh, how can I actually – how can I speak it in a way that speaks love and truth uh, because that's who God has also called me to be, mm. called us to be as followers of Jesus um, as well. And I always am really careful with the language that I use when I speak that to people. Mm. So I will often say, I just wonder if God is saying, um, because yeah. I, I don't want to presume that I a hundred percent of the time know what God is saying. And so uh, that's just a language I've adopted and I've heard people say other things, but, mm. um, but just to, just to kind of take a little bit of the power out of that but still deliver this message of what I think is truth um, coming um, to people.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, that's really good advice. Um for people who are processing this gift. Mm. We don't have a word of knowledge team at Gateway with a, like an orange shirt or a yellow shirt or something. So it's not it's not exactly a ministry team to join. What would you say for people who listen listening to this podcast because this gift has come up in their top three or four? Yeah. What would you say might be some next steps? What, what teams could they join uh, to really express this gift to build up the church?
2: I think there's some obvious teams to join in terms of our prayer teams. Mm. That's a a place I um, love being able to use this gift Uh, on a Sunday, being able to pray for people and just often standing there and saying, You know, God show me what to pray, and you'll pray into that. And uh, people will say, "How did you know how to pray for that?" And you just, um, you know, give God all the glory Mm. for that. Um, So I think our prayer teams is uh, is a a really good one, but also um, seeing that used in the life group space is really good as well. Being able to create an environment where you can uh, encourage people who have that gift, but it is, uh, you know, our spiritual gifts are to edify and build up the church. And so uh, I have loved creating space in the life groups that I lead, where we can do that and we can encourage each other. Not everyone has the uh, the gift that will then give people words, but uh, you'll often find one or two in the group do, And it really does just help build up and edify the church. And mm-hmm. obviously that then can happen in different ways in kids and youth and young yeah, adults. Sure. And um, so I think there's heaps of opportunities.
0: Mm-hmm. A really exciting, but I imagine terrifying application of this gift as well. And maybe you said before about the woman at the well. Yeah using this gift for people who aren't a part of the church mm. like you know uh, that have you has that ever been an experience for you
2: yeah yeah it has it's probably something i feel like i'm growing in i actually feel like god is just starting to give me some eyes to see uh, people outside of the the church context and i've just feel kind of words drop in and a couple of months ago i was just at the at the grocery store, we're in the food court um, and I just saw this couple there and mm. I just had this strong sense that I needed to start a conversation with them. And as I did, I just felt the heart of God well up in me. And so I just asked them, I said, I don't know if this is really off, but I just wondered, do you have any concept of God or anything? And they said, oh yeah, we do. And I just felt this sense to encourage them that God saw them and mm. knew them in that mm. In that moment. It was very random. It wasn't something I would usually do. And uh, they were just so appreciative of that. I don't know if there's a backstory mm. or anything like that, but um, definitely I think God God wants to draw people to himself. Yeah. And he does that um, through us who are followers of him. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited cool. to continue to keep using that gift as he calls.
1: I reckon there's just something in... I've known Lauren for a really long time and just the trajectory that she's spoken about, like this wasn't her first experience. And I think, you know, especially for some of our younger listeners or new new to the faith exploring this gift Mm. is, you know, I saw probably for Lauren, it started with those that she knew there was some familiarity, there was some trust. So she could kind of start to discern you know, God's voice in the midst of that. And, uh, you know, I but I think as that develops, God's opened the opportunity into some other spaces mm. where, because of her now spiritual maturity and wisdom. And I think we were talking about before this podcast, Solomon is, God says, ask me for whatever you want. Mm. And Solomon says, well, God, just give me wisdom and knowledge. Mm. So I reckon if you've got, if you sense that this is a gift that God's given you, there's a great prayer. As you give me knowledge, give me wisdom, yeah. because mm. because something delivered that is, and God said, or I've got mm. this picture, mm. if it's done um, without incredible care and handling, can be manipulative, can yeah. be misused, can be can derail someone's sense of direction, and so I think we've got to handle this one with great care. Yeah, that's good. So I think that's every good. time you step into that space, okay, God, let me represent you well, and mm. let me give me your wisdom,
0: as uh, and give me your knowledge. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's a good note to, uh, to finish on. Uh, Lauren, I'd love for you to pray for those who are listening, who feel that this, and there might be in the scenario that Mani just outlined, uh, would you pray for them? Yeah, Yeah, for
2: sure. Loving father, we just thank you so much that you are a God who wants to speak to us. You want to draw us closer. And I just thank you for those who you have gifted with the gift of knowledge. Lord Jesus, we are so thankful that you would use us to speak your words of love and truth to people. But God, I just pray that those who are uh, either established in this gift or even just starting to realize that this God is how you are speaking to them and using them. God, I pray that you would continue to give us wisdom so that, God, we would be people who reflect your heart of love and grace, but can also just speak truth into situations as well. God, I pray that you would give col- uh, courage and boldness to people who are maybe just exploring what this looks like. I pray that you would create safe opportunities for them to explore and exercise this gift so that, God, we can continue to be the body of Christ that you have called uh, us to be. God, we thank you and we love you. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you, matey. Thanks.